With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. This is the Hervoye Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, it is Monday. We're coming out of the gates here, rocking and rolling, guns blazing. Steve Poikonen of Slow Newsday AM Wake Up will be joining us. First hour and second hour, we're talking to the CIA. Well, former CIA officer Brian Fairchild will be joining us. I had him on my podcast last year. And he's coming back um, uh, his first time here on TNT. So that'll be interesting. He's got some uh, gripes, complaints with his former uh, employer. So we'll be hearing that. And I thought I'd uh, I thought I'd just mentioned this this story over the weekend. My experience here in, in Mexico, you, you get a little bit of taste uh, of what life like is like here in Mexico. So I had I had a friend over, uh, and you know my friend, sober, doesn't drink doesn't do drugs but looks you know looks kind of funny tattoos and stuff like that and um his uber driver taxi driver just because of the way that he looks was pushing uh drugs cocaine on him and uh, of course he politely declined and then i had the same driver visit tried to visit me yesterday you know we've got a gated community so we got security but he 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 pretended like my friend lost left something and left his card like as if i was you know tr- trying to say are you sure you're not interested in white powder and i've i've, I've never tried it and i ain't never going to try it and so uh yeah this is just <laughs> this is this is really like the first time it's happened to me but hey it's 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 mexico where the, your taxi driver sells you drugs and so and if you say no they keep trying to push it on you so uh, what, what, what interesting times here. Uh, a lot is going on. Uh, let's see what's uh, happening. I'm I'm going to read this and I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, but I don't care. This was a post from Meryl Nass, uh, who I had on TOT back in 2022. I like the work that she's doing. And a follow-up comment on her comment comes from Sasha, Sasha Latipova, who's also been a guest uh, on, T- on the TNT network. Meryl says... Why do so many people or bots feel the need to insist viruses don't exist? She got a thousand comments in 24 hours. What is their shtick? She says the no viruses exist cult has been out in force. Sasha Latipova says the no virus cult is connected to Scientology and thus to intelligence ops that use internet trolls and just gullible people to run this campaign. The purpose is to discredit genuine dissent, smear everyone as those crazies and in general waste time and energy. Uh, But what Sasha said is something that I've been saying. I've been seeing a, a, a connection uh, between no virus and new age sort of stuff. And she picked, she seems to have picked up, up on that as well, uh, that she, you know, she uses Scientology as an example. Of course, not everyone, um, you know, is, is new age that believes in that. But uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan of that, the no virus thing. Sorry. Uh, cyber polygon news. Every day now, we got cyber polygon news. Hundreds of museums hit by a cyber attack uh this is in the uk hundreds of art institutions and museums have been infected by a cyber attack on the gallery system software uh, company 
And uh, they also say that this latest development comes after several other cultural powerhouses have dealt with the aftermath of their own cyber attacks. Last year, the British Library was targeted and the Philadelphia Orchestra and Metropolitan Opera. So we're getting closer and closer. Uh, still, we're still in the UK here, exclusive from Telegraph Police, secretly conducting facial recognition searches of passport database. UK police forces have been secretly conducting hundreds of facial recognition searches using the UK's database of 46 million British passport holders. And I wonder why, hmm, hmm, algorithm ghetto, right? Because there's another story here from Telegraph just a couple of days ago it says, Frictionless travel might sound convenient, but is putting us at uh, risk. This week, the Border Force announced plans for more frictionless travel thanks to an intelligent border run by, guess what, facial recognition cameras at e-gates. It means when you travel through UK airports, you'll still need to carry a physical passport, but you won't necessarily need to use it or show it uh, to officers or even passport reading machines so basically they're going to look at your face and then compare that with the photos they have in their database so i guess the uh they've already been practicing with the police secretly using the facial recognition um using the passport database against their facial recognition search so behind the scenes it seems like they are prepping the algorithm the ghetto um and this story you know, a lot of stuff coming from the Telegraph here. Shift to renewable energy would make economic growth impossible, says an expert. Economic growth as we know it is impossible if governments shift to 100% renewable, uh, says a renowned French climatologist. So he's uh, said the quiet part uh, aloud, author of World Without End, the graphic novel on climate change, which has sold nearly a million copies in France, said that wind, solar, and hydroelectric power offered no miracle solution and will not allow us to maintain today's modern industrial world. Jean, Jean-Marc, that's the point. That's the point of all this. It's the neo-feudalism, kill the middle class. Uh, the aristocracy gets all of the control and the energy and we basically live, uh, you know, we, we, us, the rest of us serfs and plebs go back to the year, uh, a thousand, you know, thousand back to the middle ages so you know even now climate scientists are coming out with this uh, information and um a lot more stuff going on but we'll halt there a reminder if you ever miss your favorite tnt uh, program or interview you can always watch or listen back whenever you want um just go to the episodes at tntradio.live we're also on all the major podcast platforms apple google spotify amazon Podbean, iHeart. There's no reason to miss anything on TNT. Connecting the dots, painting the bigger picture. They always have great conversation. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. On Monday, Israel allegedly killed a senior Hezbollah commander during an airstrike in South Lebanon, taking the Middle East one step closer to the brink of a possible Armageddon as West Jerusalem's war with Hamas threatens to expand to a second front. Here with the story joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. 
Hey, Sir Rory. Uh, what a way to start a Monday. Uh, this is like, they're really trying their hardest, aren't they? Um, to get this party started, that is. Uh, this is probably not good. Um, the uh, Hezbollah, the paramilitary group, which of course is backed by Iran, uh, did confirm the killing in a statement. Uh, the slain commander is one Wassam Hassan Al-Tawil. I think I said that right. Uh, he was reportedly deputy head of the group's Radwan elite forces. So he was the, the head of an elite uh, faction within Hezbollah. So this is a heavy loss uh, for their side. Um, the Radwan elite forces is a special operations unit with the mission of infiltrating Israeli territory. Um, let's see, according to Reuters, his car was reportedly hit in an airstrike as it was traveling in the village of Mod, Mod, Majdal Selm. Um, at least that's what we're hearing. Uh, this is part of a steady and rising ex escalation and a tit for tat, given that just on Sunday, at least seven Hezbollah members were killed as Israel went after the Radwan units in particular. The day prior to that, Hezbollah had launched dozens of missiles on an Israeli Air Force intelligence base and communications monitoring hub. Uh, in fact, this kind of thing's been going on for a while. Uh, that large attack on Saturday marked what Hezbollah leadership announced as, quote, an initial response, end quote, to Israel's assassination by drone of Hamas Deputy Chief Salah el-Ahuri which happened in a South Beirut neighborhood last week. As for this latest killing of the elite commander Al-Tawil, Middle East Eye, uh, it's an online outlet, predicts assured continued escalation. They report that uh, known as Jawad, Tawil was a deputy head of a unit in the elite Radwan force and played an important role in Hezbollah's recent confrontations with the Israeli army one security source said quote this is a very painful strike end quote while another added quote things will flare up now end quote the commander played quote a leading role in managing hezbollah's operations in the south end quote according to one unnamed official speaking to the afp news agency zero hedge says that this newest assassination could be the final catalyst that forces israel to open a second front in fighting as its forces are already bogged down in Gaza. However, the New York Times has presented IDF leadership as being optimistic and ready. They reported uh, the Israeli military's chief of staff, Lieutenant General Herzl Halave, said that its forces were determined to keep pressure on Hezbollah and that if those efforts fall short, Israel was ready to fight, quote unquote, another war on sunday he said quote we will create a completely different reality or we will get to another war end quote here we go uh an israeli government spokesman uh, complained uh that quote hezbollah is dragging lebanon into a total unnecessary war end quote the spokesman uh elon levy said in a monday press briefing quote we are now at a fork in the road, end quote. Yeah, and uh, where does this road lead, Hervori? Oh, that's right, World War III. I can't wait. What do you think about this newest escalation in the tensions in the Middle East? We, we are at another fork in the shawarma. 
so to speak, or falafel or kebab. Boy, do I miss that food. Uh, that was my principal diet in Geneva when I lived there. Uh, yeah, I, I found this quote interesting here. It says, West, Jeru West Jerusalem isn't afraid to go to war with Iran-backed Hezbollah and Hamas at the same time. IDF, uh, Israeli Defense Minister Yuav Galant told the Wall Street Journal uh, over the weekend, they see what is happening in Gaza. They know we can copy paste to uh, Beirut. And so, um, yeah, you know, the tensions are rising. Ruckus I had on Keith Preston last week. And, you know, his point was that Israel-Palestine is basically the most important topic right now. And, you know, other you know the, the israelis just keep um targeting the, the people they want need to uh target and i think the rest of the people at the party are, are biding their time there was a report as well over the weekend that hamas was using massive stockpile of chinese weaponry in gaza that idf uncovered all sorts of stuff grenade launchers um assault rifles cartridges from M for m16s so you've got China involved here. Um, and there was this interesting report as well uh, from Huffington Post over the weekend uh, talking about how Joe Biden risks a major Middle East war if he makes the wrong choices. And the gist of it is that the Biden administration has the power to put the brakes on um, Israel's policies. You know, Washington can sort of tell Netanyahu, guys, chill out. We're going to cut off our... Uh, support. Uh, that's the gist of the article. And they go on to say in all of the war games um, uh, that th it shows that every, uh, where is it? It says the party most likely to ignite an all out war is Israel, and only the US can help uh, avert that. So, yeah, it's, it's not looking good. They talk about a regional blow up and it just seems like that's where we're headed ruckus your further thoughts yeah did i mention that hezbollah has the backing of iran i'm, I'm sure i'm sure i said something about that right <laughs> like isn't this like the isn't this the ultimate dream let's, let's just like start some major conflict with a group like this i mean hamas hamas's child's play people compared to hezbollah uh as hezbollah has several times the military capability over hamas to actually sustain a real fight with the israeli army in terms of manpower and weaponry that's right they won't have to hide under hospitals or human shields no that would be like an actual full-blown nightmare for the entire region and probably the rest of the world if it gets too crazy rory but um yeah, uh, if if we if we the United States or other parts in the Western world wants to get involved with some shenanigans that Israel's doing out in Lebanon, I think that's a whole another ball game that I don't want to be a part of. That's for sure. No, and you know, again, in this Huffington Post piece, it says um, it says U.S. presidents have lots of leverage points over the Israelis if they decide to use them. They quote someone saying, I've been trying to keep an avalanche avalanche from falling on Lebanon and so have uh, a lot. So I have a lot of people. The problem is no one can rein in Biden. And if Biden has a policy, he's the commander in chief. We have to carry it out. Uh, and it says that every scenario shows discussing the spiraling fighting along the Lebanese Israeli border, which you were uh, discussing. Every scenario shows this would escalate into something terrible, whether in terms of counterterrorism or war with uh iran so 
Fun times ahead, Ruckus. Uh, all right, we shall uh, talk to you in a bit. We've got Steve Boykonen from AM Wake Up Slow News Day returning to the program. Feel free to call in or send me your questions through email or the chat. We'll be right back. TNT Radio's Chris Smith. Despite being used to protect travellers from terrorists, hijackers or violent drunks or those who were drugged out as they board, and this has been going on since 1961, they won't be around this Thanksgiving. None of them. Air marshals were always meant to be invisible. Well, you can guarantee that this Thanksgiving. Ironically, the Biden administration has been hijacking air marshals for all kinds of other duties, leaving the passengers they were meant to guard and protect completely helpless. Air marshals have been lumbered with assisting the chaos on the southern border. They might be called air marshals, but an unknown number are now seconded to work on the ground. Maybe they're ground marshals now, marshalling illegal immigrants on the border and doing the job supposedly meant for the United States Customs and Border Protection. Where are they? Chris Smith on TNT Radio. When you can point me to an industry, to a platform, that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually nine out of 10 Americans. That's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio. Come on, let the man talk. We never censor our hosts. Good. Now, talk. Uncensored News. Today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Returning to the guerrilla transmission is fellow rebel, no stranger to TNT, Steve Poikonen, organizer, activist, documentary filmmaker, host of Slow News Day, co-host of AM Wake Up, contributor to Union of the Unwanted. What's happening, Steve? How's it going, my friend? It is good to see you and to be back as always. It's uh, good to have you on. I've been not long ago on, on your program, AM Wake Up. Uh, really enjoy that. You guys are doing always fantastic work with fantastic guests. I, I haven't had time yet, but I saw you. You got, I bookmarked your episode recently with Jeff Berwick. I'll be watching that. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to Anarchapulco uh, next month for the first time. And so... Uh, a, a lot is going on, and I've got some talking points. But you know, maybe to start with, over the weekend was J six, uh, you know, America's latest false flag <laughs> operation. Did you, um, you know, did, did you? Did, I'm sure you discussed it, your thoughts on, uh, you know, being a couple of years into this false to the American Reichstag uh, event. I mean, <clears throat> so I was I was in DC. Before that, I was, you know, the, the, there for the, the, uh, or at least outside for the shenanigans. And, uh, it looked like I went on the air that night and said it looked like, uh, psyop in real time. And it was going to be something that was going to lead to, uh, a, a clampdown on civil liberties. And now a few years later, we're being told that not only are, you know, there's still political prisoners in jail over this but uh the department of justice has a special interest in tracking down people who weren't even inside but outside and then who were even in attendance at the event 
And so regardless of whether or not they're going to actually throw any resources into it, they're putting it out during an election year, I think, to kind of dare the the element or elements that weren't necessarily there as part of a government operation, but there because they had a legitimate grievance and they were taking it to the place that they were constitutionally instructed to take it. Uh, and I think that they're trying to uh, gin up as much division and outrage as humanly possible because they're a government that is illegitimate and cannot provide any answers whatsoever to its people other than here's some fear, here's some new laws, and here's a whole bunch of psyops. And it's just relentless. You know, I think we may, you've probably talked about the, you know, it's coming from all, all angles, from the fiction space, nonfiction movies, now the Civil War movie. This morning, I, I uh, a trailer pops up for yet another new film called Homeland, which goes along the same lines of, of Civil War. It's made by Angel Studios, so I guess it's like the people who made sound of, um, you know, that, that movie, whatever, but, but still it's the same type of propaganda. I don't care who's supposed side it's, it's coming from. And, and as you say, the regime keeps, keeps using the whole J six narrative to push on, as you mentioned with these new laws and they're still capturing people. Um, I'm afraid, you know, it, for, uh, for now they're slowly they seem to be succeeding. <laughs> You know, I'm hoping for Clay Higgins. You know, I saw his, I like Clay Higgins, um, and he was on Tucker recently, and he's trying to do something. Um, but uh, you know, thoughts on if they're going to succeed in making, um, uh, you know, establishing this this police state. I, to varying degrees, it's already here. That's for sure. That when there's traffic cameras installed on every little highway median every hundred feet. And there's RFID chip readers that are scanning your every device in your vehicle. It can read the amount of cash you're carrying because there's strips in that. It can read what how many cards you're carrying and what's on them. We're in a perpetual surveillance state already. We have been for a number of years. It's that now we're becoming increasingly aware of it. And now there's a... Uh, a recognition on the part of the mainstream alternative media <clears throat> to get as many partial truths about all of this out there as possible and clamp down the allowable parameters of conversation in the digital space and to ensure that the vast majority of people still stay trapped in this two-party illusion uh, and continue to at least hold out hope for selected sociopaths that do not hold their best interests at, at heart. Are, are you uh, referring to the mammies? I don't recall if we talked about that last time, what Ike calls them. Uh, and I, you know, I'm, I, I, I might put David Ike in with them as well to a certain degree, but you know, you mentioned partial truths and, and what you just mentioned um, is something that I frequently think about as well. Alternative media, uh, controlled opposition, whether it's witting or unwitting, but we're 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 starting to see again a formula come into uh, into place with alternative media, which is some of the people maybe you or I have been following initially. Now they're starting to have slick operations and behave like legacy 
media and we know the establishment is moving in now to the um all the media space and just any further thoughts on what you were referring to the partial truths and the, the mammy or boy i don't know what you're talking about see the thing is is that brain chips are fantastic now all of my uncles all of them were in the cia every last one of them was uh, a special operations super engineer super spy uh and uh they were unable to walk all of them lost the ability to move at some point some part of their body and so they got the brain chips and said now brain chips are okay all hail elon and uh we should all move to the wechat uh, of the West on X and give up all of our uh, retinas to whatever scans Elon has us do, and perhaps maybe even your bow. You summed it up. <laughs> you summed it up right there, and it's just, um, it's it's sad to see. I've seen clips. Uh, I didn't I didn't watch the whole J six zero hedge debate, but I saw clips right of of Alex Jones and and um darren Beatty was there and glenn greenwald and just uh, again alex jones out of nowhere bringing up uh, hitler uh i'm no fan of hitler my grandpa was a prisoner of the croatian nazis uh but uh also the the guy from tim the tim cast i can't remember his name but him was the, I used to say, right who just the, he, he just did a whole what do you call it liberal spaz thing and said we're, we're ending this he couldn't handle the sandy hook stuff and so uh, for me that whole setup just seemed like a circus it, it didn't really seem interesting for me to watch at all no it was like tossing a handful of badgers into a burlap sack it, it, that's it, there was a whole bunch of noise it was a whole bunch of movement there was uh, some significant screaming but at the end of the day, all I'm sure it did is what the vast majority of all of these internet debates do. And that's push people further into whatever ideological corner they showed up in. And, you know, I, I do subscribe to the InfraWars uh, newsletter, as I do to many newsletters. And just, you know, one more point adding on to what you're saying for me is um, in the headline for that um in in infowars's um email list the, the title for that debate they emphasized seen by millions like it, it really sh shows what's important for them is that oh that this was seen by millions not the ideas you know it's just you know it's alt media today just like it's the views how many people watched our stuff you know clicking how many people bought our survival gear and it's just we we, we strayed too far we need we need to come back. Uh, we're going to jump, Steve, to our headlines. We'll be right back. Hey, we're getting back to the news. TNT Radio News. What the f For TNT, this is James O'Neill. Donald Trump, the former president of the United States, has filed several motions to dismiss the election-related case against him in Fulton County, Georgia. Sheikh Hasina, the incumbent prime minister of Bangladesh, has secured her fifth term in office following a general election that was boycotted by the primary opposition party. Elon Musk, CEO of SpaceX, responded to a Wall Street Journal report about Musk's alleged use of illegal drugs. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. 
Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. Chatting with Steve from AM. Wake up, uh, you know, do subscribe to his um, everywhere he can be found on on, on uh, Elon Musk's we uh we chat a slow news day show am wake up uh on the rockfin show uh, all of the shows are free and as you mentioned last time it's value for value so you know people can uh donate and support what you're doing and you've also got the am wake up store people can check out i gotta get my store up and going i haven't had the time but um you know the whole epstein stuff so there's been again uh it's like from my view it was so predictable it's like oh the list is going to be released and then it's like a whole nothing burger it's just a limited hangout no it is it is and you get to watch the again the the grifterati and the mainstream alternative media just go haywire over every little bit and piece they can extract from it when the person that we're talking about that we all know is a spy for multiple governments is already dead the uh principal uh his principal partner is locked up and not talking there have not been any new criminal charges filed against absolutely anyone prince andrew is always going to walk around ahu barack is always going to walk around jimmy savile's long dead Mountbatten's long dead yeah so with <clears throat> unless the focus immediately starts to shift to yes this was a limited hangout but the vast majority of the people that have been uh in the conversation about their creepy little transhumanist eugenicist projects that epstein funded through harvard and mit he was running out of zorro lab or zorro lab zorro ranch uh until that's a conversation and some of those people get dragged out into the daylight and put under a microscope we're we're just doing engagement farming and it's a shame yeah i, I said months ago uh even before this had happened you know in december was saying the list is coming out in early january and i just said you know wake me up when there's there are some real consequences for the perpetrators uh until then lists you know this is coming out uh uh you know the, the booms uh you know no sorry it's it's all just um yeah not so interesting we got a call steve from joe out in comet california what's happening joe yes calling in here from chile uh san diego so i can only imagine how cool it is for steve there at bohemian grove so um yeah, guys, wanted to go into some stuff. Maybe Ian Davis would have some really good ideas on this. But when the collapse comes, uh, you know, most people in the truth community kind of think they don't want Mad Max. They want to manage collapse. So, you know, in the West, we're so used to our consumption lifestyle and our, ident our identity through our jobs. Like, oh, I'm a biotech consultant. I'm an accountant that, you know, that Deloitte and all these things. And we're so used to having our jet skis and constantly having new clothes and gear and, you know, a lease on our Audi and all these things, right? So when things collapse and the purchasing power goes down, a sense of identity, a sense of, or, or will it be like the very beginning of COVID? I had the sense of, you know what, we're all equal. The landscaper that lives in the crappy part of San Diego 
is stuck in his house. He's got to cook at home. And so, so is the rich guy in uh, Del Mar, La Jolla, right, Steve? So do they need to create another event that's so shocking and so like, oh, my God, Iran did this, China, something, you know, someone, quote, did this to us, that now we're all in the same boat and we accept our basic less consumptive lifestyle we're not identified by our jobs and our upper middle class suburb we live in and all of that we're kind of all in the same boat and we just kind of kind of eat the dog doo-doo together and live in this new super basic way how do you guys think they're going to try to manage that um well first of all let me say that ian davis is going to be back on am wake up this thursday and very much looking forward to that conversation ian's fantastic uh i i think that what we're experiencing right now is a managed collapse it, there is uh, charlie robinson calls it a controlled demolition i think the the each step of us being pushed further and further back away from individual autonomy and a little bit more collective liberty as a result has uh, brought about a, a situation where most people look outside and it's, you know, looks like a third world country or there's meth zombies walking around or fentanyl zombies walking around, depending on what part of the country you live in. And uh, the, the, that is 100% by design. The shock events that we see are for demoralization and destabilization. They're to control the flow of major economic events uh, and to varying degrees depopulation. But I think that as the death rate rises from side effects from introducing a gene therapy into our bodies, uh, increase and continue that that gradual what is it 40 percent overall on mortality across the board according to insurance companies that's going to go up and up and up a little bit every year until we start to one day we wake up it appears slow but now all of the sudden we're losing tens of millions of people a year what, what do you think Ravoya? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Steve. I think the neo-feudalism is already underway. And uh, I'm recalling an interview I had recently here on TNT with Jason Kristoff, who does good work, who will be speaking at the Greater Reset uh, next week. I'll get to meet him in person. But um, he really crystallizes things when it comes to the psychology that was used, the torture tactics. And, and he was explaining how the powers that be use... Uh, the whole group consensus model. So to, to what Joe is saying, I think they will weaponize that the same thing they've been you know, doing against us for, for years, whether it's wars or COVID or this or that. They always whip up the group into a frenzy and then get a sizable portion of the group to pressure the rest of us um, to move things in a certain direction. So, uh, I yeah, I think this neo-feudalism is going to maybe wipe out a large part of the group and so you know a big portion of people will be will be forced to live lower have lower living um standards and those that don't you know you'll have uh, maybe the wealthier people and the poorer people and they'll they'll be going at it which again serves the agenda right they love the elites love divide and conquer and uh, having people go you know like cats and dogs going at each other you know any any final thought there joe 
Right. That's the other thing. I think they need to make things a tad bit more equal because everything is so stratified. I mean, I mean, even in Mexico, there's a fairly large middle class, like where Jeff lives in Carretero, that gated community. You're right, Hervoy, the, the people will be at the gates of that gated community or uh, Steve there in the Bay Area, all that stuff along the peninsula. There's so much money in, in concentrations in these modern metro areas in the West that I think they're going to have to find some way to really knock them down too, or it's going to get too chaotic. I mean, that's I a, an interesting supposition, Joe. It, uh, I think, you know, the, these situations are created for people to act in ways that they normally wouldn't. And I think that the best possible thing anybody can do is try and secure their families and their communities as much as possible and know your neighbors as much as possible and develop relationships and build trust because you're going to have that to contend with at some point. We'll, we'll find out soon enough. Right. Uh, and uh, I suppose. Yeah. And just, uh, I'm waiting for, uh, I'm thinking about moving to Thailand. So I'm excited to see what Texas slim has to say about Thailand. What he's getting, when is he getting back Steve? Uh, he is back, and I think we're going to be seeing him, if not this Thursday, certainly next. Okay, yeah, they're I'll doing, try to catch uh, the they're show doing a big. So try to ask him a question. Yeah. They're doing a big summit in uh, Florida very soon. Uh, he's he's gearing up for that in about a month. Great, great. Keep up the but, good work, guys. Thank you, All Joe. Right. Appreciate it. And and speaking of Texas. Slim and, and and beef and and farming. There was this other story about the was it the Amos Miller farm. So now uh, being raided and you can't you can't drink raw milk, Steve. That would be dangerous. But you know safety is is taking you know eight COVID shots. Uh, absolute insanity. And so I, I you know I was first hearing about this decades ago, and it's just still going on. The raids on the raw milk farms and the people just growing you know, natural food or, or, you know, alternative health practitioners. And it's just, it's absolutely not, you know, what do you make of this? It's an attack on the people's way of living without the state on their neck for each and every decision, each and every thought, each and everything you put in your food. They're going to tell Amos Miller that his milk or his meat can't be consumed by humans. And instead, here is some lab grown nonsense that we have eight known carcinogens in that has byproducts and runoff that we know to be poisonous and toxic, not only to human beings, but to every living thing it comes in contact with. That's what you need to be eating by the way here's your cricket powder have you had your cricket powder what do you mean no we're gonna have to knock you down on your social credit score for that now go ahead and get in the metaverse and watch ai elvis yeah and it's you know there, there are a number of threads here jeffrey talker of brownstone read a great wrote a great piece over the weekend i haven't had time to read the whole thing i think it was an epoch times on the one hand he was saying the great reset seems to be failing but you know maybe i can read that failing as it's not going going exactly to their plans but they're still pushing ahead you know i'm i'm seeing it, it so far the american companies here in mexico like starbucks is selling fake chicken sandwiches and fake sausage biscuit sandwiches and um you know slowly this stuff is making inroads uh you know your your thoughts on uh you know how far they might be able to go in terms of outlawing 
raw milk and and meat and this sort of stuff this is one of the things that slim says quite a bit is they're gonna do what they're gonna do no matter what that doesn't matter they've made it perfectly clear that they have an agenda they come out they brag about it they tell you about it they make you fully aware and then when you act surprised they rub it in your face so don't be shocked when evil psychotic people band together to do evil psychotic things what you do to that is the opposite so if you have the government telling you you can't drink raw milk you better go out and meet someone with some dairy cows you better start doing that you better encourage everyone you know to develop handshake relationships with the people who produce the food that you put into your body handshake relationships with your ranchers get chickens and raise them because you can't trust them from the grocery store break up with your grocery store as much as humanly possible what you can't grow your own find from a farmer's market make these connections because that's how you're going to be able to thrive not survive that's the 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 state wants you to barely survive and need them for your survival do the opposite of that and support people like Amos Miller too. I think the, the bigger the black market is for bootleg milk, uh, the tougher it will be for uh, these. I don't even know what to call them anymore. I'm so disgusted that I just I don't have a word to capture my disgust with these freaks. But um, the, the, the more difficult it will be for the system to um, break apart the the black market uh milk <laughs> economy it's time for our break steve again subscribe to steve um on all his channels on, on the american wechat known as x slow news day show am wake up rockfin.com am wake up uh feel free to call in like joe we'll be right back <laughs> my baby's back from the west coast <laughs> hear those pictures that you asked for for your school project First day of school, cute as a button. <laughs> so long ago. Oh, here's Grandma Florence after that flood wiped out the whole neighborhood. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Ah, those <laughs> beans smell heavenly. Mm -hmm. Give mom a little credit. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. Oh, great idea. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay. Smart. I'm coming to share with you guys. Protect your legacy. Plan for natural disasters today. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan. Our beautiful world is changing, withering, dying by the hands of those who don't value nature, even though we all depend on it for life itself. But there is hope. Together with caring friends, the Nature Conservancy can restore our lands, heal our waters, and save our wildlife with big solutions only nature can provide. But every day we lose more of the places we love, and we urgently need to save endangered lands waters and wild species 
The actions we take today will determine the tomorrow we leave to our children and grandchildren. The water they drink, the air they breathe, the beauty they experience. To learn more about how you can help protect and conserve our beautiful world, visit nature.org today. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's our final segment with Steve Poikonen from Slow News Day AM Wake Up. Subscribe to his channels. He's also on Union of the Unwanted. Uh, I get frustrated because I often get invited to Union of the Unwanted, but it's exactly during this live broadcast, so I can never uh, make it. And, you know, just talking about the elites, about it, in a week, they're going to be meeting in Davos, the World Economic Forum. Uh, I'll be at the Greater Reset in, in Mexico um, down here in Morelia. And I, I just saw a clip that the, the theme of this year's Davos is rebuilding trust. And it's just like, seriously, you know, the fact that you have to rebuild trust means it's that like, was five, the theme like you know? two years ago too. Or part of it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was, it was, they're just recycling themes now. It's lazy. Or, thought you guys it, were it, taking over the world. It may have been again. This is no. This says I, I got this from Maria Zadich on her. I believe telegram. you. I do. I do. I just. I. I thought that 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 was. They've already. They've already tried to run that greyhound. They, they, there were sessions where they discussed it uh, in the past, but here it says uh, January fifteen to nineteen, uh, rebuilding trust. So there you go. It's like. <laughs> I don't know how these people, you know, look at themselves in the mirror. I think in one way they're far removed from us plebs. You know, I've been around some of these people and they've got their little cast, literal like castles and mansions that they live in and private jets. And so they barely have to um, mingle with us. And so, yeah. I, 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 what do you do for rebuilding trust? Is it like Klaus? comes out and he's like okay everybody what we're going to do is some nice hot yoga we're going to all get nice and sweaty together uh and then we will sit in each other's funk and solve the problem i mean it's like what do they how are they they know this is a rebuilding trust because it's all mockery so they know that nobody trusts them why would anyone trust them they display every single moment of every single day that they don't trust each other and that they don't trust us so it's it's farcical on its face i i think that uh we're going to see the cyber pandemic themes hammered super hard uh we're going to see domestic terror and uh terror cells being activated being discussed very frequently you can't have two years three years of a southern border invasion and not start to see the they've been doing it a little bit telling people that hamas backed venezuelans are coming and all that kind of stuff so it's it's you know we're getting there so i think that rebuilding trust is going to be fear 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 yeah and i was thinking how do you rebuild trust when you know the solzhenitsyn quote again when we know 
that they know that we know they know that we know you know that they know and it's just like how do you rebuild trust i think they're going to rebuild trust by eliminating free speech uh getting <laughs> the cash so that's how they're going to rebuild uh trust so you you can't comment anymore on on, on twitter or uh you know that sort of thing. that's i think that's going to be the way they rebuild uh trust and you know other you you touch on a lot of themes as as i do uh you know what are some other things you know we, we touched on j6 epstein uh davos what are some other things that are currently on your radar i i gotta say the exposure of the way that hollywood operates on every level has been particularly entertaining to me i don't know if you saw the cat williams interview that he did with shannon sharp where he just went comic by comic and actor by actor through black hollywood going this is what the agenda is this is what these people do they're all thieves these people do this these and shannon sharp is just sitting there going i'm gonna lose my show and cat i don't know if you're a fan of the comedy of cat williams or not i i am i have been for a very long time uh and cat will let his audience know exactly how the world works but just, just sprinkle it on he doesn't come out and beat him over the head with it. And so the, over the last year or two, he's been really letting some stuff out on podcasts. And as the collapse of like that Puff Daddy nexus that's going to go to Jay-Z soon continues and more and more of these institutions the firing of Claudine Gay for plagiarism that has now led to a ridiculous overreaction of accidental accountability in academia her voya it is crazy they're all threatening each other with accountability now and now they're all freaking out the the exposure of all of these institutions and the way that they operate is wildly entertaining for me. I know it's heartbreaking for some people and I'm not trying to make light of that. If that's you, I'm not, I'm, I, I have a different perspective and I've been looking at it differently for quite a while. So it's going to appear differently to me. I'm not trying to take away from anything that any one person, you know what I mean? It's just, holy crap. Is it insane to watch this go down and live through it knowing what we know? Yeah. And for me there, are, well, there are two points there, Hollywood and, 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 um, academia and myself coming from academia, having taught in high school and university, um, burn it down you know so to speak uh academia the 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 ivory towers it's just it's just trash i look at my former place of employment uh and it's just it's it's one point of view it's the liberal globalist point of view it's the rainbow flag it's the climate change it's there's you know when it comes to political science there's no room talking about you can't talk about state terrorism you can't you can't talk about reality it's all like fiction and um the Newsweek was reporting how men are just um, declining to go to university. I think that that's a good uh, trend there. You know, go into w work with your hand. People can not as plumbers, electricians, carpenters, uh, house painters. You can make fifty, hundred grand a year, um, easy. And so, I think that's a good thing. What about Hollywood, though? Um, how what do you, what do you think happens to the entertainment 
industry because it does seem to be falling apart. AI seems to be coming in. Um, you're seeing now these reports of these AI, these, you know, um, pretty Instagram models and stuff. It's all AI now. So it's like, it seems like a lot of entertainment is going to start to be replaced with, with this sort of stuff. You know, what does the Hollywood collapse look like? My I did magnificent from my perspective, my friend. I did I I couldn't be happier about it self imploding. Did bunch of you know self righteous weirdos over there. It, it's yes, it is going towards AI. Yes, there's a a reaction on behalf of people who are artists and want you know to do human art and all of that kind of stuff. So it, if we're allowed to have any sort of market around all of this let hollywood be the place where all of the ai content is and all of the you know you might get one actor everything else is green screen and digital and all that kind of stuff who cares there are boutique studios popping up all over the place there's a whole like right-wing entertainer sphere now you mentioned uh, Sound of Freedom earlier and then the next film that they're doing, it, you know, but they're just one company, Angel Studios, out of a number of other companies that have popped up over the last three or four years that are specifically going, we're the anti-Hollywood. We're going to cast people who are right for the role. We're not going to remake movies around whatever our current weird woke optics are. Um. So, you know, all things being even, I couldn't be happier. They're not even. So that's why everybody who has an interest in in seeing humans do human stuff written by humans and shot and directed by humans should support those those companies, stuff like that. It's about yeah. your dollar. And I'm looking forward to the, you know, the, the independent, the real stuff growing, you know, five times August. Um, I had on a great musician, Koki, a few weeks ago. I loved his music. He works in the music industry. Um, even homeschooling, like, you know, uh, as a homeschooler, my kids don't, you know, we watch select films, but they participate in plays. And we had a whole, an entire homeschool group organize like a two or three hour event. Uh, and one of the main themes was Pilgrim's Progress. And honestly, I was floored. Like, I couldn't believe that my wife and others created this play that was really entertaining with the little kids who did a really good job. And it's just like, they can make their own stuff. We don't need you, uh, Hollywood, uh, anymore. Uh, our, our, and, you know, stuff like Jones Plantation, right? I've had Legal Man on and, and yeah. um, um, the director to talk about it. Really good stuff. We're out of time, a little over a minute left. Uh, Steve, any final thought? And then tell us all the places we can find you, your projects and all that. Uh, amwakeupshow.com. Thank you as always, her boy. I really do enjoy coming on TNT and spending some time with you. Um, amwakeupshow.com. Uh, that's where you'll find absolutely everything. I'm doing a show called The White Phillips Show on freeworld.fm every Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. That's a lot of fun. Uh, give that a shot. And thank you again. Really do appreciate all this. Well, thank you. I get to appear on AM Wake Up and on TNP's Friday show as well. That was a lot of fun. He he was here recently, the new Prisoners um, um, uh, podcast. So hopefully talk to you again soon and keep, keep on doing what you're doing uh, over there at AM Wake Up. 
Heck yeah, my friend. Thank you. All right. Hasta la vista. We'll be talking to ex-CIA officer Brian Fairchild right after this.